Hi there! Welcome to episode 30 of the Waveback Music Podcast. Today's episode will be featuring music from the Mario Kart series for the Super NES, Nintendo 64, Game Boy Advance, GameCube, Wii, and Wii U. Enjoy! Again, this is the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Vicky. Yes, she is. And we're here to talk to you about some of the most interesting video game music there is. And oh man, I am all matter of excited for this one. I actually typed oh man in my notes. <laughs> That's how serious I am about being excited about this. This is going to be an all comparison episode and it's going to show off some truly amazing musical evolutions. Start your engines, grab your banana peels, because tonight we are listening to the music from the Mario Kart series. So, I've wanted to do an episode on Mario Kart 8 for a while, since it's got an absolutely incredible soundtrack. What makes it so incredibly unique is that it's almost, almost the entire thing was recorded with live instruments, which is it gives it a, un- a remarkably unique sound, because most Nintendo games, up until this generation, really Uh, relied on MIDI instruments, and live instruments are incredible. So, an important fact about the Mario Kart games is that ever since the third entry in the series, every new Mario Kart game includes remade tracks from previous games. This often leads to some extremely interesting music, like Game Boy Advance renditions of the entire Super NES game soundtrack, or modern instrument sets on the Wii, playing music from the Nintendo 64 game. But, Mario Kart 8, there was a live band playing some of the coolest tunes in one of the biggest franchises in Nintendo's arsenal for the very first time, and as much as I love the new tunes that Mario 8, Mario Kart 8 features, I haven't been able to stop listening to the retro courses since the game came out. So I thought it would be fun to do some side-by-side comparisons with the uh, between the new Mario Kart 8 versions of these songs and their original counterparts. Now, this game has a huge soundtrack, so you will most certainly be hearing from Mario Kart again in the future, so don't worry if we skipped your favorite song, We will probably come back to it at some point. This is just a fun Mario Kart primer. We will probably eventually get to the majority of these games just having their own episodes because there's so much good stuff. So, on with the episode. Vicky, hit us with some history. The first game in the Mario Kart series was Super Mario Kart for the Super NES in September of 1992. Excellent year. (laughs) <laughs> it basically invented the kart racer genre, which has been emulated in games like Crash Team Racing, one of my favorites of all time, uh, Diddy Kong Racing, Mod Nation Racers, and many more. But as good as many of those games are, nobody does Mario Kart quite like Mario Kart. And since it was successful, it's had many sequels over the years. In 1996, Mario Kart 64 for the Nintendo 64 took the franchise into proper 3D for the first time. In 2001, Mario Kart Super Circuit for the Game Boy Advance gave gamers their first portable Mario Kart experience. In 2003, Mario Kart Double Dash for the GameCube gave players their first taste of cooperative karting. In 2005, Mario Kart DS took the racers online for the very first time. In 2008, Mario Kart Wii for the Wii immersed players with the optional motion-controlled steering, which I didn't like too much. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I usually stuck with the regular controllers too. However, I will always be indebted to the motion controls because they got my wife into the game in the first place. She started on the motion controls because it was so easy to pick up and understand And then eventually she moved on to a controller, and now she's a Mario Kart fiend. Thank you, motion controls. That's awesome. In 2011, Mario Kart 7 gave racers hang gliders and propellers, making air and water travel part of the race like never before. And in 2014, Mario Kart 8 brought the series into HD and introduced anti-gravity sections. There's even been all manner of Mario Kart merchandise, including plush toys, RC cars, and three arcade releases co-developed by Namco and featuring playable characters from the Pac-Man universe. What do all these games have in common besides great gameplay? Great music, of course. (laughs) That's absolutely right. Now, tonight I chose five tracks from five different games to listen to. We've got music from Super Mario Kart, Mario Kart 64, Mario Kart Super Circuit, Mario Kart Double Dash, and Mario Kart Wii, as well as all of their Mario Kart 8 incarnations. 
We'll get to the individual composers as we get to their individual tracks, but the soundtrack from Mario Kart 8 was done by Atsuko Asahi, Siho Fuji, Ryo Nagamatsu, and Yasukai Iwata. No, yes. How do you say that one? Yas. Yasuaki. Yasuaki Iwata. I don't think there's any relation to uh, Satoru Iwata. Uh, let's see. Atsuko Asahi is a younger composer whose first music credit I could find was on the original Steel Diver for 3DS, but she has also worked on Pikmin 3, Animal Crossing New Leaf, and even Wind Waker HD. Uh, Shiho Fuji is another young woman who has worked on some pretty high-profile Nintendo projects, including Wii Fit, Skyward Sword, and some of the new Super Mario Bros. games, and the immensely cool Splatoon. Ryo Nagamatsu has worked on games like Wii Sports Resort, Super Mario Galaxy 2, which is, oh, what a great soundtrack, and the 3DS Zelda games uh, Link Between Worlds and Triforce Heroes, which also has some great music in it. And finally, Yasukai, what was it? Yasuaki. Yasuaki Iwata has only two music credits to his name, as far as I could tell, but they're pretty big winners with uh, Mario Kart 8 and the superb Super Mario 3D World. Now I'm going to go ahead and assume that the both of us have played a lot of Mario Kart in our day and skip over the portion where we talk about our history. Is that cool with you? Yep, that's fine with me. Yes, we've both played Mario Kart. Everybody's played Mario Kart. Let's get on to the music. So, first song. Um, we're going to start with uh, the, the oldest song in the, the library. This is going to be Donut Planes for the Super NES. Uh, this was composed by Soya Oka, who you've heard from on the show before. She... Did the music to the Super NES version of SimCity, which we did an episode on. Uh, she did the music to the original Pilot Wings, which I really want to do an episode on. And uh, the original Ice Hockey for NES, where you got to choose between the skinny and the fat people. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, great, great music. A wonderful composer. And she did an extraordinary job on the Super NES Super Mario Kart soundtrack. So um, let's listen to the Super NES version first. This is Donut Planes from Super Mario Kart. Donut Planes from Super Mario Kart. Uh, I've always loved that song. I love the Super Mario Kart soundtrack in general. It's it's just so quirky and fun. It was it was really different from anything else that had been in a Mario game before it. Um, yet it was still very distinctly Mario flavored. Um, it was also extraordinarily '90s with that whistling sound effect that happened. <laughs> that like sounds like someone's blowing into a sports whistle all the time. Adorable. <laughs> it really is just just precious um it felt more like a um an island theme instead of like the plains land that where like was located yeah i could definitely hear that with the i mean that the whole whistle. whistle thing is a very tropical thing mm-hmm. and uh this uh it's just i guess a sign of the times because that kind of stuff was really popular at the time but i i really like this this was really interesting because this was obviously a song that I had listened to the longest. I mean, this was back in 92, and I've been listening to this music ever since. And when they redid this one for uh, Mario Kart 8, I was really excited to hear what instrumentation they would use because I knew they were using real instruments. And this, honestly, the Mario Kart 8 version sounds so much different than I expected it to. Um, what did have you spent any real time with the original Super Mario Kart? No, I haven't played the original one. The first I've, Mario Kart I played was the N sixty four. I found that that really to be the case, and like Super Mario Kart was really really popular, but 
I found that a lot of people have never really gone back and played the first one, uh, or even really played it when it came out. I guess a lot of people I know, their first Mario Kart game was Mario Kart 64, which I find very interesting, because it's really neat because they've pulled things from this version into future versions. Like, Mario Kart 64 was a big departure in a lot of ways. You know, it didn't have coins in it, whereas Super Mario Kart did. Super Mario Kart was always in split-screen mode, like there is no full screen mode, even if you're playing one player, it's really? you know half screen on the top and the map on the bottom. It's so bizarre, um, and there's a lot of really interesting course design. And so whenever they take these courses, which were all completely flat in the Super Nintendo game, whenever they take them and move them into a 3D space and add all these weird little tricks and stuff to them, is always super interesting to me. So uh, now let's listen to the upgraded version, which has. Such a great instrument selection. Again, totally different than I imagined it would be. It's it's ever so slightly more chill. I think it's a bit slowed down, um, but it's it's really it's really absolutely gorgeous and fantastic. So here is Super NES Donut Plains Three from Mario Kart Eight. <laughs> that so much that was uh the mario kart 8 version of donut planes 3 vicky how do you feel about that one? i'm glad they kept that whistle <laughs> i know it was so cool when they threw that in there it's um because they do some neat dynamic tricks with the soundtrack and mario kart 8 is like if you're in first place and you're playing single player it adds like extra drums and i and the way they attack that in donut planes is they just toss the whistles back in it's like yeah <laughs> they also ridiculous. had the keyboard and the keys. That was the one that threw me off because I never, I never thought about that main uh, melody in the Super Nintendo version as being keys. But it's totally a keyboard. It's totally that. <laughs> and I think they had like an ac acoustic guitar and mm -hmm. a Spanish guitar. That's what it sounds like to me. Um, and also like the kind of the bongo drums and stuff yeah. they had going on lightly in the background. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's, I've always just been so fascinated with hearing old chiptune video game music played with real instruments, and a lot of the times it's like, a, you know, guitar covers and whatnot, and when th this band, <laughs> these guys got together and attacked this music, it's just, it's so incredible. They did such an, a remarkable job of really paying homage to the original ones and just really just bring them into high-energy, gorgeous, amazing live music. It's Really, this soundtrack, the Nintendo did a lot of this in the Wii U era with, um, I mean, obviously Splatoon just being a lot of, you know, live electric guitars and stuff. <laughs> uh, Mario Kart 8, Super Mario 3D World, like, it even started a bit back in uh, Mario Galaxy 2, but they were just adding these live instruments to things, and it sounds so good. So good. All right, let's move on to track number three. This is from Mario Kart Double Dash, which is the GameCube game. Uh, this is kind of like the primary course song, like regular racetrack song, because the Mario Kart 64 and Double Dash, they did a lot of reusing music. So this played for Luigi Circuit, Mario Circuit, and Yoshi Circuit. And this is got to be one of the catchiest tunes. <laughs> this song gets stuck in my head all the time. Um, and it has been stuck in my head for at least like two or three days now, just constantly running nonstop, which is really great when I'm driving because it makes me want to drive really fast, <laughs> <laughs> which is never necessarily the right thing to do. But, um, 
All right, so let's jump right into it. This is, uh, let's just for the sake of argument, just call it Yoshi Circuit from Mario Kart Double Dash for the Nintendo GameCube. This was, this, this soundtrack was actually done by two people. Shinobu Tanaka, uh, who was known for Luigi's Mansion and Super Mario Sunshine, and uh, Kenta Nagata, who worked on stuff like Wind Waker and 1080 Snowboarding. Yay. So uh, I believe you'll hear at least one of those names again before this episode is over. And now that we have properly credited it, here we are, Yoshi Circuit from the GameCube game Mario Kart Double Dash. I know why you liked that song so much. <laughs> why is that? The trumpets. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that. It's so catchy. It's such a good melody. <laughs> it's it is so so much fun. At first, I thought you were whistling along, and I'm like, oh my god, he's amazing. <laughs> no, I'm not that good. <laughs> I love that. That was a that was a real trademark thing from the whole Double Dash soundtrack was that whistling sound. Um, so I was really super happy when they kept it in the Mario Kart 8 version. Uh, <laughs> which we're going to listen to momentarily. This one here, um, I mean, first off, Double Dash, until Mario Kart 8 happened, Double Dash was my favorite Mario Kart. It's, I love that game. It's so interesting. It's so, it, it's, it's so unique yeah, throughout the, the whole Mario Kart franchise with the whole having two characters on your cart at the same time. It was just, it was just super good. Um, this is one of those songs that I didn't realize how much better it could be until I heard this new version. Um, cause that sounds pretty good. It uses, it's using high quality instrument samples. It's, I, it was a GameCube game. So it was using like really high quality sound. Uh, and then this came along and it just blows it out of the water. It's got so much energy to it. It's so, so good. Uh, this is actually from one of the DLC packs. Uh, Mario Kart had eight, had such great DLC packs in it. Um, so, Lara, let's go ahead and listen to it. Here is the Yoshi Circuit from Mario Kart 8. Enjoy. Yoshi Circuit 
Yes. That little guitar is so precious. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, just the intensity of this by, by making it into real horns. There's just, there's no comparison between MIDI and real instruments. There's just not. Oh, man, this, the, the how much more energetic is this? Uh, a lot the, more. It was very surprising. <laughs> I like how they slip in, like, random horn instruments. Like, there was the tuba at one part. Yeah, or it's, it's either a tuba or a really, like, deep saxophone, something like that. It's, oh, yeah. Oh, God, I forgot the, about the tax saxophone. <laughs> It was just, it's so jazzy, and they, they got the little, the, the yeah. wah pedal going on. I mean, uh, to quote Tom Servo, any song with waka Chawaka in it is good by me. waka Chawaka. Uh, <laughs> it was just, oh man, this, when they announced the DLC pack and the, I heard this song, it just blew me away. It's so good. It's, it's just ridiculous. It's, like I said, I never realized how much better that GameCube version could, that GameCube song could be. Until I heard this this version of it, and they kept the, the whistling in there too. So. <laughs> Any song with Yoshi as the main character in it is <laughs> fine by me. That's right. Any Yoshi based music is is a winner. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay, uh, this next one is is probably, in my opinion, the most interesting uh, set of tracks that we're going to listen to. This is Cheese Land from Mario Kart Super Circuit for Game Boy Advance. Now. Um, the Game Boy Advance soundtrack was done by a handful of folks. We've got uh, Kenichi Nishimaki, uh, who worked on Tetris Attack for Super NES and WarioWare, uh, uh, among other things. Um, Tetris Attack Super NES, that's a really good soundtrack. That's, that's on my short list. Um, let's see, we also have Masanobu Matsunuga, Matsunaga. Boy, I almost got that one. Masanobu Matsunaga, uh, who also worked on the WarioWare series and did some work on Smash Bros. Brawl. And Minako Hamano, who worked on Link's Awakening DX and Super Metroid, uh, as well as several other of uh, the other Metroid games after that. She's a oh, great, great composer. Super Metroid, good music. Uh, so, all right, so those three were more or less responsible for the Game Boy Advance one. The reason I think this is such an interesting track, uh, these this pair of tracks, is because this is by far the most improved. Uh, when I listened to... When I played the Wii U version of the Cheeseland track, I didn't realize how much I liked this song. Like I didn't even remember that I knew the song, but I'm I'm listening to it and I'm I just immediately start humming along to the rhythm. Like, wow, I really I I, I remember this song and I know this song well, but I didn't remember liking it all that much. And now going back and listening to the original GBA version, because I played a lot of that game, but I um hadn't replayed it in a very long time, like since its release. So uh, all this stuff was just, you know, tucked away back in my memory. So here is Cheeseland, <laughs> which is so much fun to say, uh, from Mario Kart Super Circuit. Enjoy.
right, there was Cheeseland. Now, Vicky, have you ever played the Game Boy Advance version of a uh, Mario Kart? No, I played I the DS one. Gotcha. I fig I figured I'd ask because I know that's. I'm fairly certain that that is the least played entry in the in the franchise, uh, from what I've come to understand. I mean, it was still a huge success because it was you know Mario Kart game on an extremely popular system. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that I, I know a lot of people didn't play this one. This has a lot in common with the Super uh, Nintendo one. It goes, uh, it's very flat, very 2D, and this was the first game when they started introducing older tracks, and it has the whole Super Nintendo game in it as well. After you beat it, you, they just redid all the Super Nintendo tracks because it used a really similar graphic system. So, um... That was a really cute track. It was really cute. I was just going to uh, ask you how you felt about that one. <laughs> um, the little birds. That was very funny. It sounded oh, like yeah, yeah. cheap cheeping. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of little weird sound effects in this yeah. one. It's, it's really kind of... It's, it's such a... For... I mean, it's cheese land. It's just driving through mountains of cheese. And mice. <laughs> and mice. Uh, so, it was just... This is such a bizarre track. <laughs> it, uh, like, it was, it was bizarre... really fun, though. It was... Um... Uh, I don't know what it's called, but when the like beat winds up, it like mm -hmm. dee 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 dee. That's great. Yeah, yeah. That's the <laughs> well, a lot of those change ups. Um, and I don't even remember what that's called either. Uh, boy, we're really good at talking about music. Sure, aren't we? we are. <laughs> sure, we are. Um, but I know what you're talking about, and it's it's a really dynamic track. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said, I didn't realize how much I liked this song until I heard the new version, which completely blows it out of the water again again this is another one of the dlc tracks and i was so happy to see it because like i said i love it when they take the old flat ones and turn them into something really cool in 3d and they made this course amazing there's just, it's just because in the original one it's just flat with a bunch of mountains of cheese in the background and now you're driving through the mountains of cheese it's <laughs> it's so good it's so good Prepare your ear holes, ladies and gentlemen, for track number six, Cheese Land from Mario Kart 8. Enjoy.
I said it before, I'll say it again. There's nothing like live horns, man. <laughs> they really brought the saxophone back for that one. Yeah, they did. It was like, boom, in your face. I'm not even a huge saxophone fan, but they just, <laughs> like the little trills and stuff, they just, they really played with that rhythm, that melody, and it's just like, oh, crap, that is a really good melody. This is a really good song. <laughs> and just that, that kind of disco beat they got rocking underneath it. Yep. Oh, <laughs> it is so energetic. It's so good. How did you feel about that one? <laughs> Not as excited as you, obviously. <laughs> it well, was a lot of fun. <laughs> it seems like it could have been like a mm, a nighttime theme. Because <laughs> of, well, whenever I think of like disco or anything like that, I think of nighttime. Think of like, yeah, nighttime and yep. neon lights and stuff. Yep. But you know what? That's a really good point. That would really fit well for something like that, like a nighttime driving stage. That's what I just never really thought of that. I just, I just, I tie this so immediately to cheese land, which <laughs> cheese is very land. sunny and made of cheese. Uh, oh my goodness. Yeah. I, I cannot believe how much that song is improved by the live instruments. It's really, really quite remarkable. Yeah, like even more so than the, the super NES game. I thought just because I don't know, it was a more chill song to begin with. It's just got, got that kind of lazy, feeling to it with the keys and whatnot. And this is just, just killing it with the, the, the jazz band instruments. Uh, <laughs> delightful. Okay. Let's move on to the next chunk of tracks. Um, these ones, uh, unfortunately I did not realize that they had a negative connotation in Vicky's mind. And I hope that we can erase that. We can erase those bad memories from her mind. Maybe one uh, day. By just, just listening to the sheer majesty that is the music of Moo Moo Meadows. Ugh, sorry. <laughs> I, I liked this track a lot. Uh, this is a track from Mario Kart Wii, uh, which is a, a great game, um, mostly because not only did it have all of those, the, the, the motion controls, but it gave you the option to not use motion controls, which is something that some of the later Wii games really should have done but didn't. So in Mario Kart 8, you could play with just the Wii Remote, or you could plug in a classic controller and play it like a proper Mario Kart game. And it's a really, really well-done Mario Kart game with a lot of really good original courses in it. And one of those was Moo Moo Meadows, which is a, a take on the farm theme stage. Uh, what was it called in Mario Kart 64? I don't remember. Um, but I, I like. I think Moo Moo Meadows is a way better course than the the one from Mario Kart 64. This uh, song was by Asuka Ohata or Asuka Ota, sorry, who worked on New Super Mario Brothers and Twilight Princess, uh, a bunch of other stuff, and uh, Ryu Nagamatsu, who we mentioned earlier, who worked on the Mario Kart 8 soundtrack. Um, yeah, I like this song a, a lot. I like this song a lot, and this is another one that I didn't realize how much I liked until the the Wii U version came along. When they were, uh, they did a bunch of videos showing off uh, all the new features in Mario Kart 8, and one of the features was the live bands, and they showed off some some horns and stuff like that playing it, and then they got to this one, because I kind of, the music in Mario Kart is very eclectic as you're kind of piecing together. There's a lot of like regular, you know, horns and, and dancey type stuff, but then there's all kinds of other weird stuff going on, and the music in Moo Moo Meadows is very fiddle-based, and they showed somebody playing a fiddle, the Moo Moo Meadows theme, and my heart just melted. I was like, oh my god, this sounds so good. <laughs> um, and then it was it was a while before I went back and, and listened to the, the Wii version really on its own. I downloaded the soundtrack to the Wii game, and I really listened to the music. And it's, it's really a, a very well-done track. Um, but these are string instruments in particular, uh, I would think maybe even more so than horns, are the instruments that suffer the most by being played via MIDI as opposed to being played like a live instrument. And so while I think this this song is extremely well composed and they did really some great work with the instruments at hand, uh, the Wii U version is, is again vastly superior. But I digress. Let's listen to Moo Moo Meadows from Mario Kart Wii. Enjoy.
banjo at the end caught me by surprise. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a remarkably good banjo sound. And again, with the, it's it's all the, the string instruments, like the guitars and stuff, and they really don't sound terrible. Um, they don't sound real, but they they really sound pretty pretty well done. I I, I must tip my hat to them. <laughs> um, but I, it's such a it's such a, such a fun sound. The flute. Com- combined with the uh, the kind of fiddle type instrument they it's got going on, it's super Irish. It is. It's it does it. That's a very very Irish feel. It's absolutely right. And I just I <laughs> I just want to listen like a to the new jig one. To it. it it is very much very very Irish jiggy. And I just we we have to move on to the next track because <laughs> it's just so so damn good. This is my favorite track of the night hands down uh and i really do enjoy all the music we listen to as you can tell from my enthusiasm uh but this version of moo moo meadows just it just gets me every time it is so full of love it's so well done and um it really takes a we'll we'll talk about it after we listen to it here is track number eight of the night moo moo meadows from mario kart 8 Listening to Moo Moo Meadows, Mario Kart 8. It's so good. They made it like so much smoother. <laughs> it is. It's so beautiful. It's so smooth. The real fiddle, the, the, the second verse when they don't, they they just kind of go off and a little bit of a tangent instead of repeating the same melody is <laughs> is so gorgeous. And the real acoustic guitars playing in the background. They even put the 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 vibes in the back there, and they sound they're so. Faded into the background. You're really listening for them. You can hear them, and they they just really accent everything so well. This is such a well put together piece of music, and hearing it through live instruments is is oh every time just gets me every time. Love it so much. I oh. actually don't remember the music from like Mario Kart. I was always too focused on winning. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's the thing. I I, I am. I am way more of a Mario Kart fan than I think I I give it credit for. The every single game in this franchise, with the exception of Mario Kart Seven for some reason, <laughs> every single game I played so many, so much more of than most other things at the time. I mean, I beat them backwards and forwards. Sometimes, literally, once they introduced the mirror courses. Uh, but I just I would not stop playing these games until I mastered them to death. I, I think Mario Kart is is so good. I love it so much, and I don't say that enough. And the soundtracks in these games have been kind of uneven as the the more modern games came around. I'd say starting with Mario Kart DS, 
things started getting really sterile uh, as far as the presentation in Mario Kart. Um, a lot of the MIDI instruments they used were very, very clean. Um, there just wasn't a lot of soul into them. The course designs were great. They were still really fun to play. They were very accessible. But um, the 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 games in the series had been um, they they had been st- had a very sterile look to them. Everything was very white, stark backgrounds for the the box art and whatnot. And the games before it, like uh, all the way up to um, uh, the GameCube one, Double Dash. They were all very colorful, and they were very—they they had these really great original ideas, and they were very soulful. And I think Mario Kart Seven, probably the reason I played it the least, was because that was really the culmination of the the lack of personality in Mario Kart. They had these really, on paper, great level designs, and some of the remade courses from the older games—they looked and sounded really cool. But when Mario Kart Eight hit, there's color everywhere. You look at the cover for the game, and it's just full of cover uh, full of color yes the cover is full of cover <laughs> yay me um and that hadn't been the case for quite a while you know you look at the the cover for ds uh seven and Wii. it's just characters on a white background and they just injected so much soul into mario kart 8 and this song in particular just is so gorgeous it just really sums that up for me and i love it i love it i do uh, do you have anything? How how do you feel about this one? <laughs> I know you have bad memories of being drowned in a lake in Moo Moo Meadows, but just just the music alone. How, how how do you feel about this? I like this music a lot. It was a lot of fun. Irish music is fantastic. <laughs> it is, and I don't know why it goes with cows on a farm so well, but it I does. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading the description of this level, and it's like an Irish countryside, and I'm like, oh, okay, I guess so, sure. Really? That's what it's supposed to be? (laughs) I never pieced that together. (laughs) This is the same music from uh, the, what is the N64, right? No, the the farm music in the N64 game is totally different. Okay. I made that mistake too when that first came out. I was saying they did the farm music from N64, and I played it for a, a friend of mine. Uh, you know, I'm Josh. I played it for Josh. He's like, I don't recognize this music at all. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> and then I went back and played Mario Kart 64. I was like, Oh crap! This is totally different music. This was only in Moo Moo Meadows for Wii, not whatever the farm level is in, in 64, uh, which was also a pretty decent song if I remember it correctly. It was. It had a more country hee haw sound to yep, it than this it one. It sure does. did. And it had the same music as, um, what was it? The farm one, Yoshi Valley. Yeah, yeah, the with the big egg. That is also remade in Mario Kart 8. Yeah. Um, that was another uh, DLC level, I think. And, oh, it sounds really, really good. Was it? <laughs> I thought it was included in the game. Was it? You know what? It might have been. Maybe. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was in the main game, the course that's shaped like Yoshi which we talked about Yoshi Circuit. That yep. was the one that was the DLC. Mm-hmm. Silly me. Anyway, great music. Speaking of great music, this and is... the hardest track of the game. <laughs> this is the easiest Rainbow Road there's ever been, but is also probably my favorite Rainbow Road there's ever been. Um, and this is one of the only instances where I think I may actually prefer the original version to the new version. Not by much, because the new version is great. But there's something remarkably peaceful about the Nintendo 64 version of Rainbow Road. I will never forget the number of times that I would just, I would turn out the lights in my room and I would play Rainbow Road on time trials and just, just go because it, this music is so gorgeous. And I'm not a fan of the N64 sound chip at all. It, there's a lot of N64 music that I don't care for in the least because it all has this very weird it's very off-putting trumpety midi sound to it. And this is one of those N64 tracks that is just completely avoids that it is, it is glorious. This stage is wonderful. Um, and the track is so long because the actual course in the game was really long. Like you would just, you would just keep that each lap was really huge. Um, and that's one of the complaints I have about the, the newer version of it, but we'll get to that, uh, in about five minutes, so kick <laughs> up your heels and enjoy a really long track, because uh, it's impossible not to enjoy it. It's just that good. Here is Rainbow Road from Mario Kart 64.
so many great memories. That was again Rainbow Road from Mario Kart 64 for Nintendo 64. <sighs> that was very pleasant. It's you know what separating it from actually playing a Rainbow Road course. It is a very pleasant song. Yep. Because <laughs> that's the thing about Mar Rainbow Road, like. The original Rainbow Road on the Super Nintendo game, uh, which they also redid in Mario Kart 8, was had extremely stressful music because it was the most evil Mar Rainbow Road imaginable. Uh, and then this one, they added walls to it and just made it... It's still kind of a difficult course because it's so long, but there's no constant falling off the sides because there's walls everywhere. Um, but boy, this <laughs> this track... Uh, it really, like, I mean, I'd mentioned before my fond memories of, of just turning this on and listening to it and, and driving around with those awesome rainbow colors and whatnot. And the reinvention of this course on the uh, Mario Kart 8 is, is stellar. It's ridiculous how good this looks. There's a giant train flying through space in the background. <laughs> it is, I forgot it is about that. Stunning. The problem is, is that they turned it in, they took away the laps. They made it extremely short. You can barely get through one uh, playthrough of the, the, like, one loop of the music by the time you're done with the track. It's that short. Because what they did was they took one lap of the course and split it into three. So instead of doing laps, you just hit three checkpoints and then you're done. Which boggles my mind because they put they clearly put a lot of effort into making this course look gorgeous and the music is great the new version of it it's it's much more intense it's much more uh, majestic sounding um so let's just go ahead and listen to it and we'll we'll discuss afterwards because okay. that's what we do on this podcast <laughs> here is n64 rainbow road from mario kart 8 enjoy So that was a very different feeling song. Um, I, I I have to apologize. I have to go back and talk about the N64 composer was Kenta Nagata, which uh, we spoke about earlier, worked on the GameCube game. So Kenta Nagata did a, a remarkable job with a very unique piece of music. And it's, it's, it's gorgeous in the Mario Kart 8 version. It really is. It's um, there are, couple of things that I just have to point out how much I, I'm impressed with is, is first off the way it starts with that very 
it's a callback directly to the instrument used in the N64 version, that kind of flute opening. And yeah. then they turn it into that, the, the just gorgeous, majestic thing. He incorporated the kind of train sound uh, with the, the more or less, I guess, kind of disco-ish beat they got going on there. And there's those chunks that come in there that really sound like a, a train track, like really kind of driving in there. Um, but Nagata's original version, there was kind of like towards the towards the end of the loop, there was this really great drum dynamic where it would go into the more um, uh, the open hi-hat on the upbeats and switch back and forth between that and then just a standard 4-4 beat. And it was a great dynamic. It's one of my favorite parts of the song, and it's completely absent in the, the Mario Kart 8 version. And it always makes me sad. I, I, I don't know why they chose to omit that when they were redoing this, because outside of that, the drums are really well done in the Mario Kart 8 version. Um, I'm rambling. Rick, Vicky, help me. <laughs> help. You pretty much said everything. <laughs> it was a very epic song. Um, it was very different than the original one. It That kind of sucks that it didn't, like... if you don't like play it long enough you don't hear the whole song during the the actual game you get like cut off one loop and that is it that's as far as you get is is one loop max and then you and then it starts over again super fast because you're on the last lap it yeah. just goes by in an instant and when you've got music this good why would you do that <laughs> why would you do that got to play to win man play to uh, win 200 cc you get like 14 seconds of the song and oh the track's God. over. Of course, 200cc is absolute madness no matter how you slice it. So. Yeah, how do people even drive like that? They don't. Like, you I'd, just fall off instantly. It pretty much constantly is 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 how that works. 200cc is, is nuts. Oh, so, final thoughts, Vicky. How do you feel about these uh, th these comparisons? They're pretty great. I mean, like, I loved how they were able to incorporate all these songs to, like, fit orchestral music. Mm -hmm. What about you, Chris? Well, I mean, clearly I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, um, like I said before, anytime you take, uh, one of the fun mysteries about listening to chip tunes, chip tunes is trying to figure out if the, when they were composing this, if they had any actual instruments in mind. Because um, you, you listen to stuff like the original Legend of Zelda, like we were talking about. You, did they intend it to sound like a flute, or was that just that's the sound they had coming out of the NES? So that's <laughs> what they went with. Like because the instruments were so nebulous, it's it's really interesting to hear where this stuff comes from. And um, even as late as the Nintendo sixty four, when they were using some relatively high quality uh, MIDI samples, there were still very video gamey sounds. So hearing these very modern interpretations of these songs that pay so much homage, particularly like the Cheeseland one I mentioned before, was just how, how thoroughly improved that is over the original version, uh, yet still so accurate to it, is really just, just crazy. Um, there's so much to love about Mario Kart 8. The soundtrack is really high on that list. Uh, and that's why I wanted to do this episode, because when we do Mario Kart 8, I want to focus solely on the new music. Uh, and as far as the old stuff is concerned, I, we could easily do a, another episode just based on comparisons from old music to new and just listening to how great a job they did uh, with these live instruments and, and getting them together. I love Mario Kart 8. I love Mario Kart series in general. I uh, The arcade games are actually kind of kind of lame. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's why they don't count them in their their numbering system. That was another fun thing Mario Kart did. They, they wow. had all these like, they had all these uh, throwing just, shade. I mean, they did a Super Mario Kart sixty four, and then they did like Super Circuit, and Double Dash, and then they're like seven. Oh my god! <laughs> Screw it. We're just gonna start counting now. <laughs> uh, okay, um, but yeah, they don't count the arcade games in there. The arcade games they play so differently. They play like arcade games. They're still pretty fun in their own right, but they're. The reason they've I got it, it don't be too terribly upset that they didn't release them on consoles. Like if you didn't know they were Mario Kart arcade games, you're not missing a lot. Um, and they're money suckers too. 
even if you win the race, you have to spend another dollar to play the second race. They're just, <laughs> they eat money like crazy. It is kind of cool rolling around as Pac-Man, though, in the Mario Kart universe, but, you know, it's a high price to pay for, for racing as Pac-Man. I so. like playing as Link in his Cadillac. <laughs> that. That's the dream. I like dream. putting Link. Putting Link in the Mercedes-Benz car. Oh, yeah, the Mercedes-Benz. That's what it was. <laughs> that was a Cadillac. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> and it's like his horse motorcycle oh thing. Oh, my God. It's, it's one of the... They really need to do like a Smash Brothers kart racing game. They just need to say, all right, now Nintendo. Oh Nintendo Worlds God. in Mario Kart format. Like, kind of like how Sega did with Sonic and Sega Race All-Star Racing, which is a great... That's the thing, but the, the Mario Kart clones I mentioned before... They're pretty much all really good. Like, Diddy Kong Racing is great. Uh, Konami Crazy Racers is fantastic. Atari Karts is... Well, I don't know. I've never actually played it, but I heard it's pretty fun. Crash you know, Team a, Racing. Top Crash tier. Team Racing. Exactly. That's a great game. Um, Did you hear they're bringing back Crash Bandicoot? I know. Sorry. Side note. <laughs> side note. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's going to be in Skylanders, so... What? I, th- I mean, I thought that was what it was. Like, that's all they showed off at E3. They're like, Crash Bandicoot's back as a playable character in Skylanders. Like, uh, uh, oh, this isn't what I no, wanted. No, I thought it and was like, an HD remake or something. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're doing the HD remakes, oh, too. I forgot about okay, that. good. I just wanted a new new game. Like, no. sure, HD remake it, but make a good new Crash Bandicoot. No, game. same thing at. is going to happen with Spyro. Just going to stay dead. Yeah. Yeah, Spyro's staying dead forever because Skylanders is such a hit. They're like, here's the new Spyro game. It's called Skylanders, Spyro's Adventure. And then, like, the sequel comes out and, like, who's Spyro? What? It's Skylanders now. <laughs> Poor Spyro. Yeah. Oh, well. All right, well, then, that's that's going to be our episode. Uh, that's, that's our show. Tune in next time where we'll be doing uh, the first of two episodes which are going to be part of Geekade's 31 Days of Halloween. Yay. First up, we'll be listening to the spooky soundtrack of the original classic Castlevania for NES. As always, we would love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories of these games, and uh, we've just made it easier to do so, again, with our new Facebook page, our Wavebook Facebook page. Come, like it, poke it, enjoy it, hug it, share it with your friends. <laughs> uh, just search Waveback on Facebook, and you can find more information about the what games we're going to talk about next, and uh, it's a nice, convenient place to leave your thoughts on them. Of course, you can always still send us emails at mail at geekate.com. While you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't done so already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our host site over at geekade.com. Thank you again for listening. Vicky, any final words? I... I'm sorry that I hate Mario Kart 8 so much. I'll try and like it again. <laughs> As long as you like the music, it's yeah, okay by me. It's not my fault. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Good night. Good night.